What's up, y'all? It's the Granger Smith Podcast, episode 20. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with me on the back of the bus. This is going to be a good episode, and I want to kind of connect you guys with some of the older episodes here. Maybe this is your first time. Maybe um, you came to this podcast through YouTube, which we're doing now, or some other platform. Um, The previous 19 episodes I can catch you up on. I went through one by one and told the stories about my life, uh, where I came from, how I started playing music, um, how I started getting little breaks along the way, where Earl Dibbles Jr. came from, where Yee Yee came from, how my brothers and I started Yee Yee Apparel, uh, how I got the record deal, how I got my first number one song, and that that just kind of chronologically went through um, my life. And... I feel like now I need to start kind of opening up to you guys a little bit more on this podcast. And what I want to do is I want to answer some questions because of everything I do in my career, like including the Smiths, I can never answer questions fast enough or enough times um, because I get a lot of questions and Amber gets a lot of questions and I don't have enough platforms to answer them in the way that I should, in a long form answer, like not like, not like I'm on a radio interview and I, I get to answer, you know, in, in 15 seconds, I'm talking about go in depth and actually answer some of your questions. And oh my gosh, I asked on social media today, this afternoon, uh, if you had any questions and I got some, some good ones. Um, some of them are fun. Some of them are super deep and I want to try to answer some of these, um, lighthearted ones and I want to try to dive into some of the deeper ones and I'm really nervous and I I was actually going through some of these questions and my heart started beating faster my my pulse started rising because I just thought oh god I I don't want to I don't want to mess this up because some of these some of these questions are actually from the heart and I feel like I have some answers in my own opinion and so I took some notes on my phone I took some notes here on the computer but I don't want to mess them up so that's that's what's making me a little bit anxious. Um, I want to do this right. And I also want to encourage you, if you asked a question, please know that I got a lot of them. And I scrolled through so many good ones. And I kind of had to pick, you know, like six, seven, eight of them. And so if you asked a question that you're really interested in getting an answer from me, please ask it again. And, and here's the goal with this new form of, the, of this podcast, episode 20, starting with episode 20. My goal is to put one out every week, once a week. Um, I'm not sure exactly the pattern. I don't know if it's going to be like maybe Wednesday because I put out the Smiths on my family vlog on Tuesdays and Thursdays on YouTube. And by the way, if you haven't, if you haven't seen that channel, please go and check that out and subscribe. And you'll get those videos uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and maybe I'll put out the podcast on Wednesdays. So it's either going to be Mondays or Wednesdays. I'm assuming not a weekend because I'll be busy. Um, I'm currently in Davenport, Iowa uh, on the bus. And and every time I do a podcast, I talk about where I am. But this is the first time I'm filming it. So you can see this is my setup. It is snowing outside. It's really cold. 29 degrees, which is typical Iowa this time of year. And uh, we were in St. Louis yesterday. And if you want to catch up on me and my tour, you go to grangersmith.com forward slash tour. 
and you could see where where we're going to be and, and most likely we're coming close to you um that's probably including europe and canada and australia we're, we're we will be close to you at some point and all 50 states um will be there within 18 to 24 months i can guarantee that um you could also, at the, at the same link, grangersmith.com forward slash tour, you could also um, see that every, every tour date has, right underneath it, you could, it has tickets. And then right next to that says, meet Granger. I think that's what it says, meet Granger. Or VIP experience. It, at some point it says that. Um, so click on that, and that'll get you to uh, backstage. And you can come meet me and love that love love being able to meet all of you guys um hang out um you, you kind of get that that personal connection which is so important to me as an artist and um yeah, speaking of i want to i'm gonna do a giveaway right now i want to start this thing with a giveaway and maybe i should do that every time too and you can't see but up here i, I have my hats that hang up on the bus and these are the ones that i grab before showtime i'll kind of go through and grab a hat um this one i'm wearing now is the original from the that's why i love dirt roads music video that i'm promising someone on another giveaway that i did on social media to go to that music video and comment dirt roads hat so i haven't done that yet but that's the one i'm wearing now i'm going to sign it i'll pick somebody and then right now i'll pick somebody for this podcast so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get, this is an exact replica of what I'm wearing. And um, I've been wearing this one too. And we, we sell these now. But I'm going to sign this right now under the, under the brim. And then I'll give this away for this podcast. And I'll do this once a week. Pick something different that's hanging in my, my little room here on the bus. And so, let's see, go to... Um, go to social media, whatever your favorite is, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and just comment and say, I want the hat, hashtag Granger Smith podcast, and I'll, I'll send you with this one that I just signed. Also, speaking of, this is, uh, this is how I found these questions today, is I went to social media, I went to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all three different platforms, I said... Hey, I'm, I'm putting together information for a podcast today. Ask me a question. Hashtag Granger Smith Podcast. So the reason that hashtag is important is because when I find the questions, I go on those different platforms and I just, I just search for hashtag Granger Smith Podcast and it pops up your questions. So you don't have to wait for me to ask for questions. You can go ahead at any point and go to social media, hashtag ask that. And, um, and then I'll search and this is probably how we'll build a podcast. I will have guests and I will talk about different things, but this is going to be the way that I can consistently give you guys a podcast is, you know, that's, I don't have to think about what am I going to talk about today or what, what's the latest story that I need to discuss or what, what story from the past. I, I could still do that, but it takes no thinking to just get questions and then go through them. Well, I say that, and then I've been sitting here for an hour going over these questions and getting nervous about it. Um, and, and eventually we will have some sponsors for this podcast because I do have to send this off and get it, get it put together since there's video. Um, today's sponsor is 
Yigi Apparel. And it's funny because that's that's our company, but that's also um, a lot of questions kind of came around that. And and I hope you guys understand that this is a very much so a passion project, family-run business. Um, my brother Tyler manages me, and then our youngest brother Parker manages the brand Yigi Apparel. So he works there full time, and then uh, his brand development manager is Hayden, who is Parker's best bud from back home in Clifton, Texas. So we run all this out of Georgetown. Um, actually, one of the questions was, um, and this was on Twitter, do you ever come up with apparel ideas for Yee Apparel, or do you just leave it to your team? Well, that being said, see, my team is my boys. It's, it's my brothers. And, yes, we have, we have meetings uh, just about once a week and go over new shirt and hat and jacket and pants and, you know, design, new designs. And we're... We're always working towards the next big release, so like spring, summer, fall, Black Friday, stuff like that. Those are the those are the big ones. So we're usually about six weeks in advance. And right now, as I'm speaking, as I'm recording, it's February, so we have kind of our spring launch ready, and we're working on summer. So absolutely love it. Love Yee Yee. Um, love Yee Yee Apparel. Um, you know, I never got into music thinking that I was going to, be a part of an apparel company um it was usually just like artist merch like that that, that, was, that was my thing and as it evolved into Yee apparel i found out i had so much passion for it and loved creating the brand that people could show up you know at our at our shows wearing it or or get together with each other and um share in that lifestyle and i always say that we strive for it to be a lifestyle brand and, you know, like one of our competitors, uh, Grunt Style, is, it's interesting because, well, I was talking about it with Hayden today, like, the, I think the biggest difference between that, and those guys are awesome and their apparel is great, but um, you see, our, our people have yee tattoos, like, that's the dedication of the lifestyle brand, like, you don't see Grunt Style tattoos, but uh, you see yee tattoos. Um Another thing you need to know, you know, just kind of getting through some house cleaning here. I'm on the bus. The generator's running. So if you hear that low rumble, sorry, that just comes with recording a podcast on tour. Um, I'm going to do soundtrack here in a couple hours. So I figured this is the perfect time to knock this out. And I'm also going to try my best to not cut this tape. So I'm not going to cut this audio or this video. So if I mess up, if I fumble, if I sneeze... Um, that's all going to be part of it. And I hope you guys are okay with that. Um, so let's, let's start, let's get into some questions. I'm going to start with Twitter and I wrote some down here and I, and then I screenshot some on my, uh, my phone. First quarter, first uh, question from Twitter is about the throwback show and Yee Yee Fest. And I mentioned this on many podcasts ago that I was trying to put together a throwback show for 2019 and we were going to start Yee Yee Fest which is a festival music festival um, that we could put together and kind of brand it towards everything Yee Yee including the bands including the food and everything and 2019 um, took a huge turn for me in June and that all those things Yee Yee Fest throwback show really just got um it just got put on the shelf. 
And so, yes, I'm still thinking about it. Yes, I would love to do a throwback show where we play a bunch of old songs. But um, it's it's not at the top of the priority list right now. And But we will. We will. Uh, another question from Twitter says, What is one vacation that you would take with the family that you've never done before? And I, I like that question because I've actually been thinking about that lately. And so I have this crazy idea that a buddy from high school told me that you could actually go to the Bahamas and you could fly in. So you basically your, your only expense is the flight and you can go to this town up on the North side of one of these little islands. Don't even remember. I'd have to look it back up, but, and then you could rent camping gear and some kayaks. And so I've been telling Amber that we should go do this rent some camping gear, rent, rent some kayaks, and just take off. And, and you just basically go off into the next island. And there's these tiny islands everywhere. There's hundreds of them. And you could you can go to these completely uninhabited islands. And some of them are probably no bigger than this bus. And you could set up a tent, and you could fish, you could spearfish, um, make campfires, cook your food right there, stay in the tent. And that just sounds like a crazy adventure. It sounds like a, a really fun episode for the Smiths that we could film too. So that's been on my mind lately. And that's why I think that's a good question. Um, okay. So Facebook, let's go to Facebook. Here's one that says, what do you do to not get bogged down in your songwriting process? And that is that is a question I think about all the time, um, and it's it's something that I am constantly tweaking in my life. And I think it doesn't only have to be the songwriting process. This this could apply to anyone that's just trying to focus, that's trying to get some deep work done. And I think we all know on the surface the the first answer is this: the phone getting that thing to shut up and pulling away from that form of addiction that the phone brings. Because if you're trying to really focus and dig into whatever works, so it's minus songwriting, it's really hard to focus and kind of come up with on this creative level. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get a text or you get a call or you get, or you, you kind of have a second downtime and you're like, Hmm, I wonder how this, new episode of the Smiths is doing, you know, let me check out some comments on the new episode or let me, let me see what the music video is up to. I can't, I can't handle it. I, my willpower is not strong enough to sit there for an hour and all these distractions are around me and I don't touch them. That's, that's, that's too much for my willpower. And, and that, that's the same thing with like, if you're on a diet, you can't, you can't go on a diet and say, I'm going to cut out sugar during the day or cut out sweets and then right there in the kitchen on the counter you got a big old bowl of chocolate chip cookies you can't walk past that bowl every day and you're craving sweets and not grab one um so the, the answer is get rid of the bowl of cookies so same thing with the phone now, i can't just throw this phone out the window but lately what i've been doing and for instance i have i have an iphone um i go to and I can pull it up right now. I go to settings and I go to screen time. And then 
you set your downtime right here. So I have downtime set from 9.30 p.m. to 9 a.m. And then I have apps always allowed. So then I'll, I'll allow like our, um, our touring app that tells us our schedule for touring. I'll allow text so that I can still talk to Amber and FaceTime so I could talk to the kids. And there's a few others like relaxing apps and like weather, things like that that don't soak up my time. I could leave those on. But other than that, everything shuts down at 9.30 p.m. and starts back up at 9 a.m. Because it's also important for me to get to, to kind of wind down at night and not just mindlessly sit there on mindlessly sit there on on Instagram um, or whatever or YouTube or whatever it might be. Um, and, and so that's that's important. And I could also so back to this question, um, I can say I'm going to write songs from noon to one. I can go ahead and hit that downtime instantly, and it shuts down my phone for an hour. So that I could really concentrate and kind of dig in to that deep work, and so there's a lot more to that question, but but that's that's a pretty good start. And I could, on future episodes, I can get, dive into even more of the unplugging process for me. All right, another one from Facebook says, "How about some backstories on your bandmates?" And that question stood out to me today because. Just yesterday, there was a girl from our record label. She was at our show in St. Louis. And she said, you know what I love about this band and crew? She said, every time I come see you guys, it's the same people. And that might not sound like that big a deal. But what she means is, typically in the music business, there's just a lot of turnover. And you guys probably know this when you see bands is that like, oh, there's a new bass player or there's a new drummer or there's new tour manager. That lighting guy's new. There's a lot of turnover, a lot of hiring and firing and, you know, people get mad and cuss each other out and quit or get fired. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm a firm believer in loyalty within the company. As long as you have, as long as you believe that they're the right people, um, I believe that you gotta, you gotta keep them through thick and thin. We all go through, you know, bad weather. We all go through um, storms in our life, and there, there's no reason to constantly be firing people and hiring people or, or watching people quit. You know, if someone quits. That's that's your fault uh, as the leader. And so, the backstory of my bandmates and my crew is it's all the same guys. We all are from Texas. Um, we've all been together a very long time. We're all in the the van and trailer days, you know, pulling into venues where nobody was, was there to see us. And as we all grew, we grew together. And so much of my success in the music business has come from them and their professionalism and their, their hunger and their passion and, and just watching them grow uh, has been so inspiring. And we lift each other up on good days and bad days, you know, and, at the end of the day, when, when I'm out there on the stage or you say it's a big arena and it's packed and the pressure's on or say it's a, and this has happened at a festival when a technical problem happens, you know, something really bad and it's embarrassing. At the end of the day, I'm very comfortable with my crew. You know, it's like if, if the ship's going to sink, we're all going down with it. And I trust them. And I love that about my guys. And so 
We all go way back. We go way back. All right, I'm going to go to... I'm going to go to Instagram. Actually, you know what? I also... I think I screenshotted... Let's see. Okay, this is, a, this is another Twitter I screenshotted. It was too long to type. So, it says, Hey, Granger, the question I would ask is about your success from authenticity and what you would tell someone who is inspire, aspiring to be more. I think I'm on the right path, but I'm finding it's hard reaching for success. So, first of all, Lee, I would tell you, buddy, that um, it's really going to depend on how you define success. And that is, that's such a huge, a huge secret because people define success in many different ways. And it's really scary because if you're defining success on business alone, you're totally setting yourself up for failure. Like, there's probably, when it comes to the music, there's probably an equal number that look at me and say, man, that guy has succeeded big time. And there's another equal half that go, oh, man, that guy, poor Granger, he just hasn't quite succeeded yet. I'm serious. There's probably equal that think that either way. And that's a perfect example of how if you haven't defined your success then it's impossible to uh, to attain that. Um, let me show you something real quick. Let me go to uh, this is this is such a great. Of course, of course, it's going to be slow for me, but this is such a great deal. Um, I. I lost my dad in 2014 and when we were kind of going through his things we found we found like in his drawers some things that he had written down that he didn't tell us about and one of them was this poem and this is by Ralph Waldo Emerson and it's called Success and I read this and just cried, be thinking about my dad right after he died because he was a man, he was a simple man of such integrity who really knew how to define success and knew exactly who he was and what he wanted to achieve. And to me, if I'm defining my success, I want to read you this poem and I could just tell you this is it. It says, To laugh often and love much, to win the respect of intelligent people, and the affirmation of children to earn the approbation of honest critics and to endure the betrayal of false friends to appreciate beauty to find the best in others to give of oneself to leave the world a little bit better whether by a healthy child a garden patch or a redeemed social condition to know that even one life has breathed easier because you have lived this is to have succeeded Man, isn't that awesome? I love that. It's there, there's nothing in here that says to to have attained ten number one songs. You know, you know. I mean, to have sold your company for millions. You know, that that's not that's not success. 
I, w- I want to tell you, buddy, that if you're trying to say you're just talking about yourself, say, say you're talking about your your own success and not society or, or your family, or say it's just yourself, which I, which I also believe that everything has to start with yourself. And it's kind of like I always think about on the airplane when they tell you if the oxygen mask comes out, put it on yourself first and then the child next to you. Because if you're too busy worried about putting the oxygen mask on your child, then you're not going to make it in that situation, right? And that's life. Take it, Make sure you're okay first. Um, but I wrote this down for you too when I was thinking about that question. Be better than you were yesterday, not better than someone else is today. And how often have we gone to social media or seen someone else and, and thought, man, it must be nice, or man, he's he or she's really, really killing it right now. And man, guys, that's how I feel too. I hope y'all know that's how I feel. Like I could look at something and go, oh man. They really have it. They really have got it going on. And there's probably some of y'all listening to this going, that's how I feel about you, Granger. Bro, we're humans. That's what we do. We're constantly comparing, and you got to stop that. you gotta, you got to try, strive to be better than you were yesterday, not better than someone else is today, because you don't know their path. You don't know where they came from. You don't know the steps it took to get there or the luck that happened or the blessing that was given to them for some reason that we don't understand. And you can never compare to anyone besides your own reflection in the mirror. Right. The other thing I would say is, um, take, take your priorities as part of your success and make sure you have your priorities separated. And once again, it goes back to business versus yourself or your family. And so look at it as you're all, always juggling, right? And, and that's what we do. We juggle. We juggle things in life. We, we try to multitask. We try to keep the balls in the air. And that's okay. But imagine you got two kinds of things that you're juggling. You got, you got your glass balls, right, that you're juggling, and then you got your unbreakable foam ones and your family is your glass like that's fragile you don't want to drop those now your your business and everything else that's foam like you could you could accidentally fumble one it falls on the ground it's not going to break you don't have to pick it up right now you could pick it up in a year or two years or six months or whatever just don't drop the glass ones that's your family and that's yourself like don't forget about yourself don't forget about your family don't don't drop those um that's important. And th- once again, I could probably say there's there's a lot more to be said about this subject. Um, but I I feel like I kind of have to move on, too, with some of these other questions. But let me say one more thing. I wrote this down, too. Um, Marcus Aurelius, just a great ancient philosopher. Um, he said, ambition means... Try- Tying your well-being to what other people say and do. Ambition means tying your well-being to what other people say and do. Sanity means tying it to your own actions. 
Isn't that awesome? So basically, don't don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. That ain't going to work. Uh, Facebook. Here's another question. I'm trying to I'm trying to give all the social media equal love. Then I'll go to Instagram. I I screenshotted this one because it's interesting to me. I don't totally understand this question, um, but I'm willing to try to interpret it. And by the way, I noticed the camera went off, so I'm sorry if you're watching this. Please bear with me because I, I still have some things to say and I don't want to break this rhythm. Um, and I know now that my camera is going to shoot for 30 minutes only. So in the future, I'll try to keep these under 30 minutes, but, um, I'm getting to some really, really deep stuff. So hang with me and keep listening. Here's the next question. It says, I've noticed a significant change in your stage performance, not in a bad way but I definitely see you being more conscious of what you allow yourself to do on stage and in the Smiths. As a music fan, I was hoping to see more interaction on the Crash My Playa vlogs, but have been following you long enough to know why you chose to stay low key. Did you get to hang with the other artist? Did you kind of keep to yourself? Do you feel those social things could make or break you in the business? And then it ends with saying, do you think that you and Amber will ever do a national interview promoting the River Kelly Fund and share your story? And will Earl change because your life has changed? Interesting question that, once again, I don't, I don't, I would have to sit down with you. This is Carissa. I'd have to sit down with you, Carissa, and, and kind of kind of pick your brain on what you think has significantly changed in my stage performance. Um, but yes, since river, I instantly became a little bit more self-conscious about how I represented myself. Um, Earl is naturally, you know, just kind of a polarizing redneck character that, is, you know, like crashing beers together, Stone Cold Steve Austin style on the stage. And I had to, I had to start thinking about, is this, or if there's people coming to the shows and they're wanting to see from me how I'm handling the situation that thought occurred to me that do I continue to portray this party animal Earl Dibbles Jr. And I don't, I still don't know the answer to that. I do know part of it is I shouldn't worry about what anybody thinks um, because I've definitely learned through this process that, that, that everyone handles it differently, that everyone grieves differently, um, that you could smile and be joyful at the same time. They could coexist the same emotion. Um, you could laugh. You could really laugh, like like feel joy and be sad at the exact same time. And so I have learned through me knowing I can't judge people on how they really feel. That's reflected in me saying, well, people, if I can't judge people, then people can't judge me. 
you never know what's going on with someone in their life. You just don't. And um, isn't that a testament to why we should just be kind all, all the time? Because you don't know. You don't know if the gas station attendant just lost his dad that morning and he had to go to work to pay for uh, the casket. Seriously. And they, they might have been a jerk to you, but would you blame them if you knew that was their story? It's interesting, right? Um, diving into this, Crash My Play, if you case you guys didn't know, I was on a, a Luke Bryan thing in Mexico. And I think, you know, as far as the music business is concerned and me... Um, you said, do you feel like the, these social things could make or break you? I, I'm just kind of a shy person by nature. And I've never been, I've never, all the way back to high school, I've never been the one that's like, come on, man, let's stay a little bit later. Let's do this. I'm always like the one that's like, man, where's the door? I would love to go to bed. <laughs> uh, that's just, I can't help it. That's my personality. And so I've kind of taken that into the music business. I'm never going to be the guy that's like staying late just so that hopefully somebody sees me or so that I could have a conversation with somebody that's important and they'll like me even more. And I've struggled with that. I've struggled with that like in the in the country radio game. Because a lot of times you got to go and you got to be so nice to these people in radio so that so that they like you enough. Like say they're deciding to play your song and someone else's song and they're kind of on the fence on which one to play. So you hope that if you're nice enough to them, they'll play yours, which is fine. That's great. That's that's American business. I get it. But there's a fine line between being nice to someone so they play your song and kissing butt. You know, I don't know if I could say cuss words on here, but just totally kissing their butt because you don't really care about them. You just care that they play your song. There's a big difference in actually just being nice because you're respecting another human being, right? So that's me. And so when I went to Crash My Playa, I didn't go to all the after parties. I didn't hang out with all the other artists all the time. And I I legitimately like those artists. I really do. Like they're buddies of mine. Um We've been we've been at it for years together, a lot of these guys and girls and and so I feel like they know me well enough and I know them well enough where we're I'm I'm confident in myself enough to know that I don't have to hang out with my camera and take a picture with someone, you know, selfie backstage and then put it on Instagram so that I could hopefully get some likes and be like, Oh, I love that you're hanging out with famous people. It's just not me. I'm sorry. Um, the second part of this question, do you think you and Amber will ever do a national interview promoting the River Kelly Fund and share your story? The answer is yes. Um, I have yet to talk about River outside of my own sources. So Amber and I have talked about it on our YouTube page, and I've talked about it on probably in, like Instagram posts, the way I feel. But... We have not let an outside source um, take control of the interview yet. So if you've seen our story on national news, that wasn't because it was pitched that way. It's because they literally needed 
clickbait and went to our YouTube and cut out sections of things that we said or went to my social media. And that's just, that's the nature of news. That's just, that's the way it's always been. Um, and they're just running a business. Remember that news is entertainment, right? So they're just trying to fill, fill space so they can get advertising. Not in a negative way. That's just their job. So we have not done that yet. But we will. And the reason we will, and we're working it out right now, we're trying to find the best host we think. Amber and I think that um, the Today Show um, is, or like maybe Fox and Friends, is probably a pretty good way to go first because they will be respectful to our story. And I'm talking about it as opposed to like TMZ, who we've had, all, you know, that's that's crazy. No, I'm not going to TMZ. Um, but but the reason we do want to do it and want to let someone else drive the story for the first time is because we're really interested in, um, I should say, I should say we're really motivated in spreading awareness about water safety with children. It's the number one killer of children under the age of four. And it's, there's not a lot known about it. And this is, you know, the first time I've really even started talking about it because when it first happened, I know some people were like, we need to hear about water safety. And me and Amber are like, we need to tell you, we need to preach about loving your child and being in the present moment and tomorrow's not guaranteed. That was the first message we wanted to get out there. But yes, we do need to talk about water safety because of all the things we did not know. Um, and this is, you know, there could be many episodes of the podcast about this, but, um, you know, you think about water safety and you think, oh, every human knows I got it. If I go underwater for long enough, I'm going to stop breathing. Got it. Right. Done. Story over wrong. There's a lot of things that, that children do very differently from adults. Um, one, it's silent. So many stories we've heard, it's absolutely silent. We've heard of this happening. Children dying in the water with adults standing right next to them. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about someone's drinking or smoking weed. Or, I'm talking about good, attentive parents standing right next to them, but you don't realize what's happening. And there's been so many birthday parties where, like, the child, it was his or her birthday party, usually three. That's, like, the age. And they die at their own birthday party with with adults and grandparents and aunts and uncles and other friends and other parents all there. It's silent, and it takes less than 30 seconds. It could take, it could take 10 to 15 seconds for cardiac arrest. That means... 10 seconds, 10 seconds. You notice your child's underwater, you pull them out and they're, they're heart stopped. Now, if you don't know proper CPR and you can't get their heart back within four minutes, they're brain dead. So silent, 15 seconds underwater, because Another key thing is a child inhales water. They, you know, an adult knows if you go underwater, you're just, you don't, you just kind of hold your breath and you got 60 to 120 seconds, right? Well, no, a child, they gasp it in. They fill their lungs with it. That's why it takes 15 seconds. 
this is a tiny, 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 tiny sliver of a massive story that I need to tell that I, from a lot of research, we've, we're on the board of pediatrics right now, um, for the pediatrics of America. Uh, we've been on conference calls with them. Um, there's so much misunderstanding about it. I mean, the first thought is you just think to yourself, well, I got it. Watch your kid. No, no. I've I've heard too many stories for that to be the answer. It's a multi-layered problem. And um, so that, in a long way, is answering the question on, yes, we're going to get on um, some kind of national syndicate, but that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about water safety, and we're going to have some uh, pediatric doctors with us and probably some other families that have uh, been through similar events. And that is the goal behind all that is... To raise awareness for someone that has a pool or maybe their neighbors have a pool or maybe they just don't they don't know enough about how dangerous it really really is and if 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 it saves i told amber yesterday if it saves one child in 2020 if one child is saved because they learned something from this news then that's a start that is that is meaning that is purpose and meaning and purpose are what offset suffering. Because life is suffering. We all suffer. We're all going to suffer. That's human nature. The only way you could offset that suffering and alleviate the dreaded life, right, is by finding meaning and purpose. And once we do that, it makes it worth living. I told y'all this was going to get deep. Let me uh, let me hit in a couple more here. I'm gonna check my time, okay? Um, you remember I told you at the beginning that I kind of got anxiety when I was just reading some of these. My heart started beating. So this is why, because I read one like this. What would be your advice for someone battling cancer at the age of 31 by herself? And that's just uh, it's heartbreaking reading that. And I, I don't know if the person that typed that, if that's them or if it's a friend. And, <clears throat> and the reason I get a little nervous is because I think, you know, that old Mr. Vulnerability comes out of me. And, um, and I think, who am I to speak to someone battling cancer at age of 31 by herself. Who the heck am I? Country singer? What would what I know about this? But I feel obligated to try. And I'll try to give you something. Um, my advice, if you're battling cancer at the age of 31 by yourself, off the top of my head with no notes. There's a book I read one time by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. And I believe that everything has, everything happens for a reason. And it's really hard to stand by that thought when terrible things happen. But I believe that all of our lives and all of this world and everything that happens in it is written by the same hand and that's from another book called The Alchemist 
But Ryan Holiday writes a book called The Obstacles Away. And, and, and sometimes we, we're forced into an obstacle and we have to make the decision that this obstacle is going to be our demise or this obstacle is the reason we're going to get better. It's the reason that we are going to become the best version of ourselves. And so many times, you guys know this, that so many times it's the fight, it's the battle, it's the, the failure, it's falling down and getting back up. It's those moments when we rise and we push forward and we fight back. It's those moments that we grow. It's those moments we look back in our lives and we go, it was this obstacle, it was this obstacle, it was my, losing my granddad, it was getting diagnosed with cancer, it was getting laid off from my job. It was those moments that either broke me or it was those moments when I fought back and I, I, I stopped fighting the current and instead I went with the current and I realized this was happening for a reason to teach me something so that I could be better. We all love each other because of our vulnerabilities. That's why humans love each other. It's not, we don't love each other because we're perfect. And we don't grow if life is perfect, if life is easy, if life is smooth. We don't, we just exist. We, there's nothing to that. And I love, I love thinking about the analogy of Superman, right? The Superman comic comes out and here's this guy who could go faster than a speeding bullet. He's stronger than a locomotive. He flies like whatever they say, canaries, I don't know. But no one cared when that came out. No one cared about Superman. Who, care, who cares about a man that's perfect and that just does it? He could do anything he wants. He could shoot lasers out of his eyes and fly with his cape. What fun is that? Like, what's worth following that story? So what the genius thing that those comic writers did was they gave him kryptonite. And it was kryptonite to change the story. It was kryptonite, Superman's weakness. When he found his weakness, Superman found his cancer. When something could take him down, something could really hurt him, something could kill him. And when he decided to fight back and win against something, this mortal fear, then he became the person everyone wanted to read about. Everyone wanted to look up to Superman. Everyone wanted to read the comics and watch the movies. Because although he's strong and powerful, there is obstacles that can take him down. And we all want, as humans, we want to see how do you get past the obstacle? How do you fight through it? That's what defines you. The other side of that too, if I was 31 and I had cancer... man this is it's hard it's hard to deal with the subject and not and not sound like you know I'm Mr. Know-it-all over here but please don't take this the wrong way but I do believe with all my heart that you could if I was 31 and I was battling cancer I could very well look at that as a gift a gift and you're like what a gift I, you could look at that as a gift, like this is your chance to give you the ultimate perspective of life, to make you cherish every meal, to make you cherish every actual good night's sleep you have, to make you cherish the next sunrise. Because for the first time ever, maybe, 
you don't know how many more sunrises you might have if you don't win, if you don't beat this. So you could be given a gift if you look at it that way. You could, be, you could look at cancer as a gift that provides you a divine insight above all other humans that allows you to appreciate the present moment, to live in that moment. Because life is about moments, not minutes. You know, there's plenty of people that stay healthy and live 90 years. But out of those 90 years, did they ever really have the gift of appreciating the very moment, the little things, the smiles, the hugs, the sunrises, the sunsets, a good slice of filet mignon. You know, I would, I would think that this could be a gift for you, that you could, you could enjoy every moment more than any other human on the planet with that kind of diagnosis. I, I hope that I hope that is appropriate. I hope that's not overstepping any bounds. And I should probably uh, I should probably end with that one. Um, there's so many so many more questions that you guys had, and I was seriously scrolling through, and I want to answer them all, but I also want to make this podcast um, a normal length, and and I want you guys to keep asking them. And, and if I didn't answer your question on this one, please. Um, ask it again and like I said you don't have to I will ask but you don't have to wait on social media you could just go and hashtag Granger Smith podcast and ask your question and I do want to take this time to tell you guys that I feel like this podcast is legitimately brought to you by all the men and women in our armed forces that volunteer that sacrifice everything for the freedom of speech so that I could sit here behind this microphone on a tour bus in Iowa and talk about whatever I want. And that's, that's a right granted to me by uh, the men and women that allow me to do that. I also feel like uh, the men and women in law enforcement, fire departments, um, EMTs, all the, all the first responders for keeping us safe um, in this beautiful place, in this, this earth that we only get uh, so many times around. So thank you guys. For, for blessing me with this dream that I truly love to live. And, um, and I hope you know that by me, through the, the experiences that Amber and I have had, um, we feel more blessed than ever to be able to talk and maybe help a little bit um, for anyone that might be looking for some help. Because that, like I said earlier, gives us meaning, that gives us purpose, that offsets suffering. So I have an option to sit in, in a dark corner and close my eyes and live out my days like that. But I don't think that's what life's about. I don't think that's um, utilizing the hand that we're dealt, things that we can't control. And uh, it'll be an endless search for meaning, but this is part of it. For those of you that uh, hung with this, that were watching the video and you just hung with the audio, I'm sorry. Thank you so much. Um, but I figured you probably didn't want to keep seeing my face anyway that long. But I know now to time myself and keep these under 30 minutes so this doesn't happen. But um, you guys rock. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. The new version of the Granger Smith podcast. Yee yee.